From across the galaxy, friends unite in one common goal, to defeat the evil empire. Together, they stand strong. Welcome to WE Kiwi and the intergalactic battle to save the world. Chapter 10. Time to clean up the mess. Clouds parted and the sun shone through over the world. In his red-roofed house, W.E. did his daily business and washed his wings. With a big yawn, he came back into the bedroom, opening the curtains. The sun beamed through the window onto Colin's fishbowl. As W.E. came over to the nightstand, he was shocked to see the black sooty paw prints on the carpet. He was flabbergasted. What in the name of sunshine has gone on here? Colin's bowl was lifted up as W.E. followed the footprints into the living room. W.E. could not believe the mess in his house. There were black sooty footprints all over the living room, kitchen, bedroom, and he became more puzzled finding black soot on the side of Colin's bowl. He quickly cleaned up the sides of the fish bowl so Colin could see out clearly. The soot came from his chimney, as there wasn't sooty prints down the stairs. The intruder must have come from the roof. W.E. scratched his head. How did they get on top of my roof? Maybe a ladder outside. W.E. ran out the front door on the trail of the black-footed sooty criminal. Louisa called out from next door. Morning, W.E. I have to apologise. W.E. had no idea why Louisa needed to apologise. Whatever for, Louisa? I was watering some stinky fertiliser in my garden last night, and it seemed more stinky than usual, Louisa replied. W.E. laughed. I was nearly woken up by a bad smell last night, but I thought it was just in my dreams. No worries. Louisa smiled. You mustn't have heard all the thunder then. Very strange, as the garden is bone dry this morning. I must have been hearing things. But this appears to have gotten soaked. Maybe a cloud burst over it. Louisa held up a backpack, which was still dripping with water. I found this backpack in my garden and all these devices. Have you seen it before? W.E. came close to the fence. He looked it up and down. Just then, Cameron walked by on his daily commute. Morning, Louisa. Morning, W.E. Must be a lazy day as you're still in your pyjamas, W.E. Cameron called out. W.E. waved. Yes, it is, Cameron. Have you got a minute? Louisa found a backpack and all these devices. Any idea whose they might be? Squinting hard, he came over. Cameron looked at the backpack and took one of the devices from Louisa's trunk. It appeared to be a computer tablet, but the screen was nothing like he'd ever seen. Wow, this is different. More advanced it seems than ours at work or at home. I'm not sure how to get it started. Gerald in our technical department at work could help. If he can log in, then it might be able to track back to its owner. If you put it all in the backpack, I can take it to him. Louisa shook all the water out and put everything in the backpack. W.E. was glad Cameron might help solve the mystery. As Cameron slung the backpack over his shoulder, Louisa patted him on the back. 
always nice to have friends helping out, Cameron. See you later, W.E. Bye, Louisa. Cameron called out as he got back into his morning walk's rhythm. Louisa's trunk dropped. Her eyes widened and she shook her head. Um, W.E., the side of your house, what happened? W.E. turned and his beak was wide open as he saw the deep scratches on the side of his house. Above, on the corner guttering, was a suction arrow with a long rope hanging down. So that's how the intruder got in. It looks like they only had three paws, Louisa, judging by the scratch marks. He or she must have jumped out of the bedroom window. Louisa couldn't help but giggle. Oh, W.E., you're becoming a real detective. Who would have three paws and want to break into your house? W.E. was shocked at the state of the side of his house. He had no idea who had caused the damage. Goodness, something strange must have gone on last night. The evil Kichiswav didn't have time to think about the damage he caused as his night was going from bad to worse. The thud on the deck of the ship had woken up Captain Big Wide William Moose. William's antlers were so gigantic he had to go sideways through the door. Muscles burst through his shirt and trousers as he marched up to the top of the deck. Furious steam puffed from his ears when he saw the cat on the deck of his ship. He confronted Kicheswav. Where have you been? You think you could hide up here? You come here after everyone has done your job for you? Kicheswav, still in shock over his drone ride, had no idea what he was talking about. He hissed as he felt William's hooves grab him by the back legs. What did you say? William bellowed. This was one moose Kicheswav wasn't about to start a fight with, so all he could stutter back was, sorry, with what I meant. You stink, you're dirty, and for that, you'll get your lazy bum cleaned up and start peeling potatoes for the next week. Wide William roared. He dipped Kicheswav up and down headfirst in a bucket of soapy water, repeatedly till he was back to his tabby colour. William shook him dry. Kicheswav was thrown into the kitchen cabin and the door locked. A gigantic pile of potatoes sat in front of him. He looked at it in horror and stamped his paws on the ground. I will get that fifth soon enough. This won't be the last time he sees Kitty Suave. I just hope the moles are on their way and the drilling has commenced. He put his front paws behind his back to take his backpack off. Wait, wait, where is it? The drones had taken him so quickly he'd left his backpack in Louise's garden. Now he couldn't send a message to his master. Although, thinking about it, he realised that was not a good idea anyway. He would be furious, and he had no cookies either. His watch was wet and dead. He sat with his head in his crooked paws. What to do now? He looked around the kitchen. There was a cake mixer, an egg beater, some tea towels, and a spatula. He picked his nose. Ouch! He changed nostrils and kept thinking. Ah, I have it. I can join the moles 
very, very soon. In his castle, Colin had found what he was looking for. He was working away as W.E. stood outside. The Kiwi bird at the park was called KB Kiwi. He found all her details, then hacked to find her phone number. When it came up, it was shaded grey. There hadn't been any phone calls in and out of her number. It was like it was new. That was peculiar. He sent her a message as if it was coming from W.E. Hello there. Saw you at the park looking at the flowers. Sorry I didn't have time to meet, as I'm a kiwi bird too. Would you like to meet up at the park for a picnic with my best buddy, who's a goldfish? Look forward to hearing from you. All the best, Warwick Kiwi. But my friends just call me W.E. Colin had an alert. W.E. was coming back into the house, so he pushed the computer control shutdown button. As W.E. started to clean up the house, a cloud passed by, darkening the room. It wasn't a cloud, but a humongous spaceship circling the world. Inside, the evil master was getting impatient. He hadn't heard from Kichiswav, so started second phase of his plan without him. How will Kichiswav get out of the locked kitchen? What's the second phase of the evil master's plan? And for W.E., will he find out whose backpack and devices they found in Louise's garden? Keep following for the mysteries in W.E. Kiwi and the intergalactic battle to save the world. Don't forget to become part of our team by liking and subscribing.